0: Engaging conversation with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the afternoon news on 630 jet Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station.
1: Jalen and I Friday yeah first hour of the program in the book second hour coming right up can I just
2: throw this I want to start here please do okay Um, and and we've we've seen these stories in the past we have seen these stories in the past we've heard about these stories in the the past
1: (laughs) I can't wait
2: Um, but one of the one of the main reasons I want to talk about this story is because the uh, voicemail that goes with it Mm. I think kind of sums it up a a little bit so we know that uh, women get pregnant
1: they do. Yes. And, and
2: we know um, that there are, are women who are on television who get pregnant mm-hmm. and um, well, guess what? Their belly gets bigger. That's right. <laughs> that's just kind of what happens. Yeah. Um, but oftentimes or sometimes they become the target of people who apparently don't think that pregnant women should wear something that's tight and actually show off. Their bump.
1: That's right. Or for that matter, there's those people who believe once pregnant you shouldn't be working on television. At TV, period. Anything.
3: Right.
2: Right. Um, and then there's people who just believe that they can say whatever they want about uh, human beings mm-hmm. in general. Well, this uh, this gal, she's a, a news, our a weather anchor. Her name's uh, Laura Warren. Was news anchor, or weather anchor. Yeah, uh, Laura Warren um, down in the states. She she's in Georgia, and she received a voicemail.
1: Do you have the voicemail?
2: I have. All right, let's hear it. The voicemail.
3: Please go to Target and buy some decent maternity clothes so you don't walk around looking
4: like you got a watermelon strapped under your too tight outfits. (laughs) Target's got a great line of maternity clothes in case you've never heard of such a thing where
3: you're being disgusting on the t v you're
2: getting to be where you're disgusting, disgusting on t v go to target <laughs> on, go to target yeah. and buy some if it, buy some maternity clothes i if, i yeah
1: do you know what he, look I read this it saddened me to read it I'm not this un-
2: happened to Christy Gordon out yep. in uh out in Vancouver it I know happened it's happened to Margo news, Morin. news here. anchors
1: here yeah. And and I have a question for our listeners because I don't know the answer, and you know I often rely on you uh, to tell me. My question is, what's what's wrong with people? That's my question. What's wrong with people? What, why would you take the time to phone a radio or a television station and leave a message like that? I could stop right there. Why would you take the time to do that? Why wouldn't you just, if it disgusts you, turn off the TV? And why would you take the most Blessed event, or one of the most blessed events yeah. in a couple's life, and throw this pile of crap <laughs> into on it. it. Yeah.
2: Well, uh, Laura Warren, the 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 news person she wrote down kind of wrote a blog out there and she said usually she's thick-skinned but unfortunately quote i'm pregnant hormonal currently not allowed to drink wine and feeling extra in touch with my feminist side today <laughs> but she she just it went over and she says you know what does she want me to wear a muumuu from the 50s does she know that this is 2017 why did she call me and why can't i stop thinking about it
1: but listen man, it's not cool no not at all whether you're pregnant not pregnant male female it's not cool to just to
2: say anything t- to say anything
1: if, if, to somebody else. Right. Like, if it so offends that a person's wearing cowboy hat or you don't like their toupee or whatever it is, then then switch channels. Turn
2: but it off. Why whatever. would you
1: take the time? And what do you well, hope will happen here's, from that?
2: Here's part of it. I think some people believe that they are doing, doing them a favor by giving them this little bit of advice by telling them what's on their mind when, in, not, when in, in fact, you're not.
1: No, and you know what the defense to it always is, if you actually call them out on it, is, well, I guess you can't take criticism. But that's not a critique of the job the mm-hmm. individual's doing. If you were to say that you weren't quick enough with that weather report or you weren't accurate enough with the different forecast, story. total different story, and you have every right to question their methods, means and methods. But to simply say, well, I don't like how you look, well, then look away. is too tight. Yeah, look away. Right? Yeah. I don't know. Like, I... I'll tell you how much this bugs me for whatever reason. Actually, I know the reason. But that I can't make it funny. I, I... well there's you know nothing what I mean? there's
2: nothing really funny about right. it and I you know, I could make fun of the la- the the woman who called in but then just doing the same thing. I mean mm-hmm. she sound she she well, yeah. anyway, I don't have to say <laughs>
1: Yeah, there you go. I
2: don't have to say it. You all you all heard it. But let's just do this. Again, if you're thinking of saying something to somebody, anybody mm-hmm. about the way they look, their hair, their makeup, their clothing. Mm-hmm think twice. Just don't. Just pump the brakes. I
1: know don't. what you mean, though. It's really funny that her referral was Target. I mean, it wasn't. It wasn't Walmart. Right. Well, still, I mean, I shop at Walmart. But I it's shop just, at Walmart. It wasn't Marcus Neiman. Right? No. Yeah. I'm just saying she sort of stayed, I think, perhaps in her <laughs> own environment.
2: It's, it's just disappointing. And when we're trying to raise nicer people
3: mm-hmm. Yes, and your
2: children and you're trying to raise nicer people, nicer teenagers, nicer young men and women. And if that is what is teaching people how to be nice, then, then this is not going to right. end.
1: Like a good rule of thumb, I think would be, and I'm, uh, this is off the top of my head, but a good rule of thumb would be, um, if you're going to ruin someone's day and not in any way benefit yourself, then don't do it, mm-hmm. because really, you—no one would expect her to go. Oh, thank God, she. She told me. She that. told me that right. because I did not yeah. realize. Just you know, think
2: what it would be like if some complete stranger came up to
1: you, rang your front doorbell, rang
2: your front doorbell, let and you said, know what they thought. You look like you're carrying yeah, a w- whatever you it is. You are
1: disgusting.
2: Your hair's too curly. Mm-hmm. You look like a vampire. <laughs> you're too fat. You're too skinny. Where are your wedding rings?
1: I've never been accused of looking like a vampire. But the others, uh-huh. yeah, let come up.
2: <laughs> Those are all ones that uh, I heard over the years. <sighs> Why are you not wearing your wedding rings anymore?
1: <laughs> frankly, it's none of your business. Uh, you're hey, too fat. You're too skinny. Just don't do it. Don't do it on text. Don't do it on Twitter. Stop don't, it, Don't do people. it on Facebook. Just don't leave phone stop messages. Stop it. Just switch channels, and you're good to go. Um, looked into this last night don't have a lot to say about it, but thought people would be interested Mm -hmm. to know that it's coming down the pike. Um, There's an app that's come out And now it's not available for download yet, but it's expected to be next week um, for iPhones, but not for Android. And then if the demand is there, if enough Edmontonians who own iPhones use the app, then the developers say that they will develop an Android version. The app is called Sidekick. I looked last night. Mm -hmm. There's other apps called Sidekick. So don't download Sidekick right now. It's not actually available yet for download and download the right one when it is available. But what it does is it takes the information. You remember Dave Locum was talking, uh-huh. Councillor Locum, about how he wanted it to be more public knowledge as to where check stops, or not check stops, um, photo radar locations were going to be. This app takes those locations off the City of Edmonton site, puts them on your app, then the app determines if you're driving, and it does that through GPS, it knows how fast you're moving, right? Once you're driving, it will alert you when you're coming up on photo radar. And nobody has a problem with this. The city doesn't have a problem because ultimately what they want is for people to drive safely and slowly or within the speed limit. Um, so no one's going to stop them from producing this app. So it's not for every city, but as coincidence would have it, Edmonton is one of the there ones they chose. So this app called Sidekick will be available for iPhones next week. And I don't have an iPhone, so I would love it if somebody would download it, try it, and let me know. I don't have any let storage space. Oh, my goodness. You need to give me your phone for an hour. I will fix it.
2: Four nine six zero zero six three. if you ever want to get in touch with us. And that's exactly what Wayne has done. Hi, Wayne. What's on your mind today?
3: Oh, just listen to what you guys were, were talking about uh, regarding that lady and what she said and stuff. Um, I call them the I-just-have-to-speak-my-mind-aholics. And we need to remember that anything that ends in a-aholic has a problem attached to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: right and, and and the problem is that they're probably very lonely and anybody that's in a relationship with them is probably in an obligatory relationship Meaning they don't ever really want to visit this person because they don't want to hear what's wrong with them. But they feel like maybe they need to because it's my mom or my sister or my brother or whatever.
4: Yeah.
2: Mm. But, but the problem so I- being, Wayne, is that, you know, you uh, people can say a hundred nice things to you in a day. And you're always going to remember the one that said the mean thing or made you feel bad. And that's really hard to get over at times
3: no no doubt about it but you know what i found over the years being a counselor for over 35 years people always use that it's hard anything that's going to work for you in life you come by from the effort it doesn't matter really i mean it was hard to learn how to walk but we didn't give that a second chance Mm -hmm. a second thought yeah right you know it's it's so it's it's, we we have we have to learn to just take people at face value. You know, what does this person say? What does that say about me? Nothing. What did it say about them? A lot.
1: Yeah. It does. It just hurts. It does. And the thing is, this anchor and others in media, you can't. You. The other part of it, though, Wayne, is that you can't phone them back and unload on them. You gotta just take it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. That's, and it's that's tough. That's...
1: I got to be honest with you. As a comedian, it's really tough. Because try yeah, yelling yeah. that out at. Yell that out when I'm on stage and see how that turns
4: out for you,
3: yeah, no doubt exactly right. you've got a venue to come right back at them, and in a sense, we kind of are here but but we don't have to get but we need to pity people like that because I'm telling you they are lonely, mm, yeah. they are lonely because they've never been able to keep their mouth shut, yeah yeah right and, and and this is when we look at you know when we you know it kind of mixes into the to you know like we talk about all these people in old folks' homes, and it's so sad that nobody ever comes to visit them. Sometimes there's a reason for that. Yeah. yeah. Right? Thanks, yeah, Wayne. So that, that, that's what this person has to look forward to. Thanks, Wayne. Thanks, Have a Wayne.
2: fantastic weekend.
3: Yeah, you too. Thanks.
2: Wouldn't it be nice if we spent more time complimenting people um, or, or feeling comfortable enough to compliment people? Over the past number of years, I've tried to do that. If I see yep. a woman who looks beautiful, I mean, most recently on traveling, there was a, a, an older airline attendant. It was in Salt Lake City and she had the cutest little jumper on, just hair mm-hmm. all done up. And as I was walking by, she's probably 60 years old. She was stunning. And I just walked by her. She took my ticket and I just looked at her I said, you're absolutely stunning. And she looked at me and was taken aback and I kept on, kept on going. Mm-hmm. But I thought, okay, well, I hope that made you you feel good if you were having a crappy day, or just remembering that. And I don't think that we do that enough. And I think a lot of times we are too nervous to do it. Yeah. Um. But you know, and and, and why, why 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 are we nervous to give someone a compliment?
1: Well, that's an interesting question because I've I know when I listen to six thirty, Chad, any of our announcers. Mm-hmm. And I have a little bit of experience in radio. I I know what good radio sounds like. And I won't do it on purpose. I won't. I'm going to tune into Reed Wilkins tonight and wait for him to do something great so I can text him. But if I happen to be listening Mm -hmm. to Reed or Bob or Ryan or. Let them know. Yeah, Bruce. I'll text him and say, great segment or whatever. And you feel great. You feel great. That you probably just brightened their day a little bit. Um, So I have to believe that the opposite is true. You can't possibly feel great having told a pregnant woman that she looks disgusting. Mm -hmm. So you're not, and that's why I say it doesn't enhance your life to do it, right?
2: Well, although sometimes, like as as Wayne said, depending on the mindset, if they believe they've spoken their mind and they've given their one-two, and that's something that blows their skirt up that makes them feel good about themselves. Because I finally told that woman, it's been bugging me, but I told her, Got it off her. But
1: to tell a pregnant woman she looks disgusting is disgusting.
2: It is. But that woman obviously thinks it's okay so there's something up here going on. Yeah. Let's take a quick break here. It's Vi Lamb, we'll get your calls after this.
1: News
0: when you need it. Fun when you want it. This is the 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Chad.
1: Jay, I know we've got a couple of calls yeah. we want to get to before the top of the hour uh, or bottom of the hour. A couple of people sort of suggesting, well, you know, wait a second, people get in trouble for complimenting people easily. But there's a difference between complimenting um, their appearance, their... Uh, proficiency at their occupation, um, something great that they mm-hmm. did in the community, and their body. There's So you maybe want to shy away from specific compliments, you have great whatever, right? I mean, that, yeah, yeah. sure, of course that could be misconstrued. And I, I'm the worst for this, I've said in the past, but I've gotten way better at it. And just the other night, there was two girls outside the bar in Regina, and they were both wearing uh, black cocktail dresses, you know, just a simple black cocktail dress, mm-hmm. which I'm told every woman should have at least one in yes. their wardrobe, right? And I just was walking and by looked over and said simple white uh or simple black cocktail dress nicely done girls and kept going and they both yeah laughed yeah like just happy there's no creepy, oh, you guys look great in those little dresses. Or, you know, like that kind of thing. But they were, they knocked it out of the park.
2: So as this one says, I'm a 17 year old boy. Thanks for listening to 630
3: Ched. 17-year-old. Appreciate that.
2: I can't open a door, a door for a girl without her thinking I'm hitting on her. And the same thing with complimenting them. The same thing goes for guys because they think I'm gay. I love helping seniors and older people. They just don't get any of that stuff. Uh, they don't think any of that stuff. They just think you're the best. But I do agree with you. The world would be a better place if everyone complimented more. For sure. Well, and, and I think. It's a shame. I, you know, my my husband opens the door for me every time. If we're walking into the garage and we're getting into the car to go somewhere, he opens the door for me and gets me into the car mm-hmm. off the way uh, the way around. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I appreciate that. And I and I think it's a sad state of affairs when a woman can't appreciate someone holding the door for her.
1: No, I would agree with that. It it
2: really. Oh, I, I can do it myself. Oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> Hi, Vi. Hi. What's going on? What's on your mind, Vi?
3: Yeah, I was just going to say that comment that one made about that news anchor was disgusting, and she should perhaps see a picture of what her mother looked like when she was pregnant with her and tell her that her mother looked disgusting, too. <laughs> but, that,
1: you know, and that's the thing, Vi, right? I know, because like, you don't get to do that. You just got to take it. You got to take it into the head.
3: But don't we always teach our kids, too? If you've got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing at all. Yes,
1: exactly. And I'm
3: like you. Sometimes if somebody says something, and I just want to let that person have something right back, I got to hold back. Yep. And then, like, I've always asked my kids if, um, did you actually
2: say what you said you were going to say? And they just say, "Well, no, I just thought it."
3: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. It's your hard nowadays. Yeah, it, it is. sure is. Vi, thanks for the call. Thanks Up. for holding as well. Um, you know, this text says, "You know what? Some people have uh, been hurt. Sometimes people have been hurt so much that they hurt, and that is all they have to give." Mm. We who have been lucky enough to be loved should spend our time giving that gift to the world. I agree. Sure. I agree. We have uh, 30 seconds left here. Lamb's on the phone. Hi, Lamb.
4: Hi. How are you guys? Good. Good.
2: What's on your mind?
4: Good. Hey, I just want to uh, give a positive shout out to uh, over 23,000 man hours was donated uh, to help Habitat for Humanity at the build down in the uh, this week.
2: Yeah, it was I, uh, made, unreal. Uh,
4: heard you, uh, you were down there earlier this week.
2: Yeah, it was it was fantastic to see. Lamb, you were there the whole time.
4: Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I could only uh, attend today, as opposed to uh, you know the the, uh, the remainder of the week there. But uh, what a rewarding day it was. So I just want to say, uh, you know. Uh, good on all those that were able to uh, to make time and uh, and uh, help those to, uh, who need a lending hand.
1: And you know what, I think that goes a ton farther for our international reputation than does the word Edmonton with the maple leaf on it. I think it's <laughs> stuff like that that will get us noticed yes. internationally.
4: Well, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, you, we got all these politicians saying that they want to be on the map. Well, guess what? Uh, I believe uh, um, Habitat built the most houses in Edmonton than uh, any
3: any of the other cities in Canada. Yep,
4: that's
2: Lam, right. thanks for the phone call. Thanks for the shout-out. And, hey, if you want to give someone a shout-out, today's Friday afternoon. We can have a feel-good Friday. Sure. You Why can not? call 496-0063 or text us,
0: 630-630. You're listening to the 630Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station.
2: 36. Lots of texts coming in this afternoon. Thank you. I like this one. We should all be like dogs. Dogs are always excited to people and greet everyone like their best friends. Yes.
1: Yeah, for sure. Don't hump my leg. Hey, uh, speaking of uh, public shaming, <laughs> did you want to weigh in on this one? A uh, Full disclosure, I've mentioned on the show before when uh, last year when Fort McMurray uh, was having its uh, troubles with uh, wildfires. um I had mentioned that that was one of my summer jobs, right? Came out here, fought forest fires. And now it's happening in B.C. And there's a picture that has, I guess,
2: some guy took a picture. Him and his daughter were on a beach in right. a place where they couldn't have a fire, so he took a picture of a group of firefighters standing around a fire, right, in a no fire zone, exactly, and With posted a, it to social media. And guess what happened?
1: Well, and you know, of course, the department responsible, uh, res- you know, if it's yeah. energy, natural resources, whatever the department is in BC, oh, we're going to look into it, you know, because this shouldn't happen, and fire bans. Are apply to everybody. In the picture, you could clearly see a sign, by the way, which said no fires, you know, (laughs) fires banned or whatever. Um, But again, like I would, first of all, let me just say that I would question um, the motivation behind posting the picture. Maybe it's, I mean, basically you just want to get them in trouble, right? But the other thing is the immediate argument that I would have made had I not looked into a little bit was, uh, well, I've been out on those Camps for weeks at a time, and you got to build a fire because you got to cook your food. Like there's just no getting around it. But it turns out in this particular case, that's not true because they were eating pizza, so they didn't have to. Whatever. But I
2: were they drying their boots out? Were they drying their clothes out? That's what I've heard. That's possible. You certainly have to do that, right?
1: That's that's certainly possible. I guess I, I will say that. During the time in which I was in areas where there was fire bans because we were fighting fires, we had a fire every night. So it's not an uncommon practice, and I had forgotten about drying out boots and stuff, but you're right. We did used to do that. Sometimes we'd cook our food. Um, certainly, we knew how to start a fire, contain a fire, and extinguish a fire. If if no one else knows, those guys know, right? And I, I, and again, I just kind of, like, like with the lady who said the anchor was disgusting, I do kind of question the motivation... They had probably been told they weren't allowed to have a fire. And so they were angry that these guys were having a fire. And this, I will say, happened as well during the time I did that job. And there is no justification or defense to this. Um, If we got three days off and we were near a campground, um, we would put on our uniforms. And these guys, these firefighters are typically the initial attack crews. They're typically 17, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. They're young men, right, in really good shape. Um, We'd take off to a campground. In our orange overalls, so everyone knew we were firefighters, and we would do nothing about a fire pit. Like we would stand around, talk, meet girls, all that kind of stuff, <sighs> um, in an area that had a fire ban, and we got in trouble for that because somebody reported us. This is long before the internet, so there was no picture of it, but we got in trouble for it. And, but basically, they just said, eh, "Try not, you know, just don't you wear your uniform next mm-hmm. time, right?" But I honestly have no problem with them building a fire. And I I don't even see it as hypocritical, to be honest with you. And I don't even feel like I need to justify it, although... Drying out your boots and, and outfits, they do get soaking wet and it's horrible to work in wet boots. I, that's a good justification, but I don't even need that no. justification.
2: Again, you know, and, and it's tough because you say rules are rules and, and all of that sort of thing. I think, again, there's a better way to handle it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, why not go up and ask them, hey, guys, sure. um, I see you guys have a fire, but we're not allowed to have a fire. Um, can you tell us you know, what's going on here? And if you don't like your answer... Uh, then you go to the next step. Mm-hmm. Again, it's so easy just to shame on, on
1: social media. It is. And you know what I saw? Now, I only looked at it briefly, but um, they built a proper fire.
2: You know, it was right by the water. It was, it was right sand. by
1: the water. It was surrounded you know. by rocks. It was contained and not out of control. And it was, and they were there. No,
2: having said that, it is an extreme fire zone and yeah. sparks and all yeah, of that. Yeah, They drift in the wind you know, for Sean sure. Sean says, you know, firefighters
1: should know better, but the photographer's a knob. Mm, agreed. <laughs> I mean, for them, were they posing in the picture or did the guy just so, snap no. the think picture? I think he just snapped a picture. I'd, I'd have more trouble with the whole scenario if they were like mm-hmm. laughing, holding up beers, or something like that. Um, But yeah, again, like, uh, so what did you gain by reporting those guys? You know, do you remember that video of the guy riding the moose? Mm -hmm. Now that I have no problem with posting the video because that guy's an idiot, right? And he eventually got caught. So I have no problem with that because you're hurting the moose. But I don't know that these guys were hurting anybody, and they were wearing the uniform of, a, of an initial attack crew. So I'm telling you, these are the guys who know how to build a fire. And typically, during the course of their duties as initial attack, they do actually build fires,
4: yeah. right? So,
2: again, the only the only thing I can see with some people, and I don't really have a stand on it one way mm-hmm. or another, to be honest with yeah. you. Um, is that my concern is uh, with sparks, depending on how close things were nearby and, and, and that. And if it was an extreme fire zone, people are losing their homes. People have been yep. evacuated. I, I can understand why some people would be upset about it, but I'll be honest with you. Um, a lot of the comments that I've seen on on social media in response to that, people are like, yeah, no, the guys were chilling. They they needed to dry their stuff out. Yeah. They were more supportive of the firefighters oh, that's than they good. were of anything.
1: I mean, it would be very Canadian of me, but if I were in that exact scenario, out camping and saw some firefighters having a, a fire in an area where I was not allowed, I would ask if I could use their fire. I would, can I join you? Yeah, can I join you guys? Mm-hmm. And particularly in my case, because I'd love to find out how things have changed since well, I I, did I would it, right?
2: ask I would ask uh, straight out why is it that you're having a fire when no one else is allowed to? Um, what if you know I, I would ask those questions. Sure, yeah instead of
1: And in context going to as well, time. right because you don't know the area that they're in if it's not if it's not already been controlled burned or already been burned out or they're very far from you know whatever. I don't want to. I, I guess I shouldn't beat a dead horse. It just seems very un Canadian to just, eh, let's get these guys in trouble. They're out there. Do you know how crappy a job that is, by the way?
2: Yeah, whatever. At the end of it all, there's rules, and people expect yeah. them to follow the same rules as everyone else has to. There's a lot of crappy jobs out there.
1: Sure, but it, you, know, you just mentioned people are losing their homes. There's a lot of forestry being burned, it mm-hmm. affects a lot of industry. You know, the job of those guys is to save all mm-hmm. that. That's then why their job. It, Then why did they start a fire? Uh, because I think they did so safely. I guess all I'm saying is you could walk up to them and say, thank you for the work you're doing to save our homes, or thank you for yeah. the work you're doing to save our provincial forest, or you could just snap a picture and post yeah. it and go look at these guys. Those yeah. are your two choices, yeah. right? So. This person chose. But if
2: you know, maybe there's probably a lot of other people thinking, "Oh, I I could build a a safe fire. I know how to do that. Why can't I do that?" And it's it. It's the "why can't I" people. Why can't I? Why can't I?
1: I Last thing I'll say, Jay. What? When there's no fires going on, and I'm sure B.C. runs the same way as Alberta does. When there's no fires going on, your responsibility is to go around to campgrounds and teach people how to build a fire Mm. properly. So. I'm, I'm not saying that they know how to put out a fire or build a fire because they're firefighters. I'm telling you they know how to do that because they've been trained to do that. And that's part of your job is to go around, shake some hands, and say, hey, you know, that's a great fire you have. Here's what you need to do to make it safer. They absolutely know. And I compare it to a police officer, um, you know, using his computer at a stop sign and people going, how come he gets to do that? Because he's trained to be able to do that. And it's the same here as far as I'm concerned. They're trained to be able to build a safe fire. There, that's it. Are you done? I am, thank you.
2: Okay. (gasps) Ah, Let's put that fire out.
0: (laughs) This is the 630 Ched afternoon news with Jalen Nye and Andrew Gross on 630 Ched, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station.
2: So on this Feel Good Friday,
1: yeah, we should get to the feel-good part, So, eh? Well,
2: here's some of the fun stuff. Here's a, here's a bizarre one. Uh, out of Corpus Christi, Texas, you ever been stuck in a tough spot? <laughs> no kidding. And, and this one is a, is a head shaker, head scratcher, thinking, okay, how did this happen? Uh, there was a man who somehow managed to get trapped in an ATM. He was trapped inside an ATM. And you know how he got out? He slipped no- <laughs> <laughs> He slipped notes out through the receipt slot, asking for help.
1: It's, it's a funny thing. Uh, I've been on, on a comedy stage in Mississauga when a fire broke out, and I've yelled to everybody that they, there's a fire breaking out and got rounds of applause for it because they thought it was a joke, and people thought this was a joke. So the deal is, and I've never been in the back room of an ATM, but there's apparently a small room where... People can go in, work on the back of the ATMs. And sometimes, you know, when you're in front of the ATM, you hear them back there. But they're very secure, of course, because there's access to the ATM. So they have a big lock on them, and you need a key to get out. Well, this guy went in there with no key (laughs) and no cell phone. No cell phone. So now he has access to the ATM, but it doesn't open out. Like, he can't do anything, (laughs) but he can feed something through. Through the receipts. Right. So he's feeding help me. Through the receipt, I, I don't
2: have my cell phone. I'm trapped in that's here. That's right.
1: And now a number of people got the note, laughed, and laughed. They thought it was a joke. And then finally, somebody called police, who then took a half hour to free him. They had to bust the door down, and you can imagine that's a pretty secure door. Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> right, but, but yeah. At least
2: he had a pen with them.
1: <laughs> that's talk about painting yourself into a corner. Oh my goodness.
2: I can just imagine, can you just imagine though, putting your little card in, waiting for the money and seeing this thing come out? <laughs> yeah, help. Help.
1: What? <laughs> Where's the
2: camera, folks? Where's the camera?
1: How about this one? I, I love this one as well. So there's a company in, I believe it's England, UK based company. It's called Purple. And what they provide is free Wi-Fi. So you can sign up for free Wi-Fi. But as you know, if you've ever signed up for anything online, there's always that big paragraph that you have to scroll down and agree to Mm -hmm. the conditions. And and then you agree and off you go and and you've got yourself some free Wi-Fi. So among the conditions, they did it on purpose as an experiment. uh, But among the conditions that they placed within all that fine print was... Um, community service clause. And what they said was that if you signed up for the free Wi-Fi, users must do a 1,000 hours of volunteer work, which includes uh, tasks such as cleaning animal waste from parks, emptying blocked sewers, and scrubbing portable toilets at festivals. And 22,000 people agreed.
2: <laughs> read the fine print, folks!
1: <laughs> the company said they did it as an experiment just to bring to light the fact that with something as important as Wi-Fi, you should definitely be reading the fine print <laughs> because among the things that might be in that fine print is the company's ability to share your files. So read, you know, are, is everything secure? Do they save uh-huh. anything? Do Do your emails, uh, you know, as a copy. Of Your email's kept on the server. All that kind of stuff is in the fine print. And again, I don't know whose idea it was to try it. But, but well done. Well done, sir. Or man. Well done.
2: Well done. Uh, do you remember that commercial not too long ago? Um, I think it's an insurance commercial. There's a woman, um, and she's getting ready to do the dirty dancing lift, runs yes. in and smacks him. Yes. Oh, came in a little hot. Yeah. Well, listen to this.
0: And I we it all I uh, yeah. uh,
2: Okay, you know that that lift mm-hmm. in Dirty Dancing—it's the final dance when uh, Patrick Swayze comes back, and no one puts baby in a corner. And uh, yep. I always close out the end of the uh, the season dance. Well, there was a couple in England that they they were practicing the move for their upcoming wedding, and the older couple—I like they're I, like 50-ish—and
1: I would say, and I think it's a fair observation, and 52. Um, they would not strike you uh, as dancers.
2: No, they're, they're they want Patrick Swayze or.
1: Nope, they look like your grandma and grandpa is what they kind of look like. Pretty much.
2: Well, guess what? So. (laughs) Sharon and Andy Price big fans of the movie Mm -hmm. and they decided jokingly that they wanted to recreate the pose at their nuptials taking place next year so guess oh look at this while at a beer garden oh yeah while at a beer garden with the family they decided to give the lift an impromptu practice run first
1: time (laughs)
2: well guess what (laughs) boom knocked each other out right out on the ground
1: out cold their legs still tangled <laughs> intertwined on the ground, and as I mentioned before, at a comedy club, <laughs> telling people to get out, the place is on fire. People are laughing. Same thing. Yeah. People are laughing and applauding until they realize, hey, they're not moving. No.
2: we were about thirty feet apart, and share thirty feet. Thirty apart. feet run, and oh. Sharon ran, and I grabbed her hips, and the next thing you know, we were flat out. <laughs> <laughs> So the guy suffered a concussion. The the woman didn't. She was just completely winded, unable to breathe. Um, they called the ambulance, taken to hospital. Yeah. He um, head and back injuries. Yeah. Discharged six hours later. <laughs>
1: And, you know, have you ever tried that lift or be involved in an attempt?
2: Look at me. You know what kind of... How big would the guy have to be? We'd need Gizmo Williams (laughs) to try and do
0: that.
1: Do you know how we do uh, the camping video every year and we theme it after a movie? So one year it was Dirty Dancing that we themed it. And you can't do a Dirty Dancing parody without the lift. Absolutely. So we sort of agreed on who would do it. And it was my niece, Autumn. Would do the run and the lift, and my son Dave, who's built, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um, Yeah. He would put her up in the air, and it's not as easy as it looks. And she was a tiny little 12 year old at the time or less, right? But she came flying at him. And, and we're you have like,
2: to get the jump and you have to get yeah. the right spot in the
1: balance. And then you have to balance her when yes. she's up there. Yeah. We, I think, filmed that probably five or six times before he said, I'll just take what I got. Yeah. Like, he never did we successfully get her above his head without him stumbling backwards well, or her falling over.
2: That remake of Dirty Dancing yeah. that aired a couple months ago, that was so horrible.
1: I heard about it, didn't see it.
2: Google the lift because we remember the lift with Patrick Swayze and Jennifer Grey. Right. We
1: remember that. It was perfect. Which almost didn't happen because he had a knee injury. Yeah. And but they were practicing in the water that's and then right. they
2: did it on the, on the stage at the end. Watch the remake one. <laughs> really? It's hilariously
1: awful. Really?
2: Like the arms are all out. She looks like she's trying to be a, oh, a plane wait. instead of a... I
1: did see a still picture yeah. of that. I didn't see the video. But yeah, kidding. she looks like she's just about to yeah. lose her balance.
2: Yeah. Huh. So there you go friends.
1: There's another one for you. You know
2: practice that maybe slowly to start. So anyway, they're um they're not doing this dance now for the first dance coming up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so that was the rehearsal. Well, at least they thought to rehearse, well, right? Well,
2: you know, it things happen when you decide a in a beer garden. Hey, you know what, honey? You want to try that lift uh, from Dirty Dancing? Yeah,
1: beer These, is often involved in many bad decisions. Goes wrong. Yeah. And like I say, not to judge because we were talking about you know, judging people, but I'm not phoning them to say but, they shouldn't have done They look like a nice, older couple.
2: Yeah, and you think at one point someone would have just said, no, well, it's probably Ooh, not a good idea yeah, right now. Yeah,
1: that's probably not. No. Yeah, but no, nope, that didn't come up in conversation. Um, as has become tradition, and of course uh, it's Friday, feel-good Friday, and the big blue folder. Here's a quick one for you. Our tradition of uh, people behaving uh, badly on planes. Here's a quick one for you. This is uh, perhaps not the one you're uh, thinking of. This is an unruly passenger. I watched the video, and what the passenger has with her is a dog. You got it. I got it. Well, let's hear it. <laughs> What? you're gonna get
2: all of the passengers yelling at this woman who's let her dog out and now they're taxiing, and she's walking back following the stewardess
4: come on been, we did, we, did, we just wanna we just want to go home we all just want to go home uh,
0: hey, you, okay. you're
2: go home, too, because hey,
4: that's hey. going to be a problem when we get to Chicago. No, we're
1: going back to the gate. We're not going to oh, Chicago. Oh, back to the gate. No. Oh, thanks, lady. And what she what had done... What was her deal? So her deal was this. Nobody knows. And this is... I've got a sad ending to this story. So the woman's got a dog carrier that fits under the seat in front. It's a tiny little dog. Before the plane has taken off, she's reclining in her seat. Flight attendant tells her to put her seat up. Uh, she, uh, uh, Yeah, she doesn't like that. She's arguing with... But they haven't even taken off yet. She's arguing. She's very argumentative. Then she lets the dog go. Like, it's not like the dog Escape, she let the dog go because she thought it would be okay for the dog to run up and down the aisle. It would never be okay for that to happen, never ever. And but particularly not while taxiing. But so the dogs, and then you know, they're telling her, Get your dog. And so she gets up, and now she's complaining to the flight attendants that you know, leave my dog alone, kind of thing. And now, as you heard on that, people going, Sit down, sit down, sit down, right? Well, here's the sad ending to the story. She wasn't charged with anything. No. They rebooked her on another flight.
2: They took her off the, that flight and just put her on something else.
1: And it has to be because airlines are tired of getting publicity about mishandling passengers. Mm. But in this particular case, that They was the,
2: didn't take they, it seriously. They didn't take it
1: seriously enough.